It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Hey, very pleasant. Good evening to you, everyone out there. It's another night of high school boys basketball. It's another night in the National Trail Conference as well as the Battle of the Indians here on this Tuesday night. And welcome in to the broadcast. This is Altamont Indians basketball. They come in tonight at 21-3 and overall and 4-0 in the NTC. Nioga is the team uh, they are facing, and uh, they are going to be uh, coming in at 9-17 and 3-4 and and in uh, the NTC. My name is Travis Sparks. I'll be flying solo here tonight, and I'll be calling all the action tonight here on the boys of Altamont Indians basketball, 100.5 and 105.5 at Jack FM. Streaming online at vmradio.com and on the FM radio app as well. And the last time out for Altamont, it was a uh, great victory, one of the best of this winning streak that they have going on so far. And Friday night, it was a 53-49 win over Nokomis. It was a comeback victory at that. Altamont didn't have the lead very long. We calculated it up as less than 90 seconds, and it was back and forth in the early going. Nokomis came out in the first quarter, and they led 10-8 after that, and then they extended that lead out with some great defense. They played that 1-2-2. Uh, Coach Kimbrough special there at Nokomis, and uh, the uh, block shot by uh, Loman that night was just affecting Altamont on the offensive end, but ultimately Altamont just kept chipping away uh, for the remainder of the game, and then in the uh, fourth quarter, Altamont pulled out uh, quite the performance. Um, Logan Cornett had a big and one uh, going on to uh, win the game, and also uh, Eric Coleman got a big and one as well, but it was Avery Yarhouse who had the biggest shot of the game as it was a uh, three-pointer in the corner with about 40 seconds left in the game. And that was uh, gave Altamont the lead, 50-49, to 49, and some free throws uh, by Yarhouse and also Mason Robinson, who had a nice game return to the rotation after missing a little bit here. And he was back in on Friday night, and he's going through warm-ups tonight as well, so it looks like he'll be coming in on the rotation going forward and uh, he was big down the stretch as well with some uh, closing out free throws there and Altamont would go on to win a 53 to 49 and uh, that could not be the last time that we see Nokomis later on who knows how the IHSA will shake out everything with the regionals we could see them in postseason play in regional action or we could see them possibly later on down the line in a sectional action if both teams are fortunate enough to get there and then the seed should be Coming out later this week, uh, should be on Thursday, and then Friday evening we should be knowing uh, the uh, brackets uh, for uh, the uh, boys' tournament, the uh, sectional that Altamont is in, the uh, Altamont sectional, and uh, the regional will be hosted by uh, South Central and Nokomis. And you would think that logically Altamont would go to uh, Farina in South Central, but who knows what the IHSA, they uh, kind of uh, threw a couple of people for some loops on uh, the regionals on how it shook out for the girls' basketball. Uh, so we'll just see how it all uh, shakes out there and how uh, and where Altamont lands. And wherever they'll be, we'll be here, and we'll be broadcasting on the air here on Jack FM. And Fort Nioga on the other side, they are coming in on back-to-back wins. On a Friday, it was a 65-61 win over Sandoval. Quentin Richards led the way that night. He had 20 of three. And he also was led with uh, Trey Sheehan. He had 14. And Brady Reynolds had 12. And Logan Titus, he added eight points in the win. But then uh, last Tuesday, it was an impressive win uh, for Nioga as it was a 76-55 win over North Clay. That's right, knocking off the uh, Cardinals last Tuesday. And Nioga 
They led 14 to 12 after one. They led 29 and 21 at the half, and they extended that out in the third and a big fourth quarter by both schools. But ultimately, it was Nioga coming away with the win and one of the impressive wins on their resume so far. Quinn Richards led the way that night, 33 points, including three threes, and also Brady Reynolds as well had 17 on four threes. We know how good Brady Reynolds is from beyond the arc. That's what he was doing in the NTC tournament when these two teams matched up earlier this season. That's right, it's a rematch of the opening round contest before Altamont was the first game of their NTC tournament. Of course, Neoga beat CHBC to get there, but it's a rematch of the Indians. And on that night, in the opening round for Altamont, it was a 67-55 win on that night to get off their tournament off on the right foot. And, hey, they would go on to eventually win the whole tournament for the second year in a row back-to-back tournament titles. You may have heard that a time or two uh, from uh, places. And um, on that night, uh, it was a close game in the early going. Uh, but in the first quarter, Altamont, they had a 7-0 run. They kind of broke things wide open. And then they had the big lead, 21-10. to But Neoga never really went away. They chipped away at the lead. And like I said, it was uh, Quinn or Brady Reynolds who had a big night that night. 25 points, including four from beyond the arc. Quinn Richards, he got it going in the second half. He ended up with 19 points. So, obviously, uh, those two seniors will be another big factor here uh, tonight. Junior varsity contest that uh, concluded uh, before this was a little bit over a little bit sooner than maybe we anticipated. 63-27, Altamont getting the win over Neoga in a junior varsity action. And Altamont uh, on a Friday got a comeback victory on the junior varsity season there for, against Nokomis. So we'll see if, I wonder what their record is. Uh, I have to ask uh, Coach Cool uh, there and Coach Niebergy about uh, that. But I bet I don't remember them losing at all in the JV season, but I'd have to double-check that. And they got another win here tonight. And uh, we're closing down the final stretch of the regular season in boys' basketball, also in girls' basketball. It's the final week of uh, girls' basketball. And uh, coming up uh, on a Thursday, it'll be uh, the uh, Paris Lady Tigers matching up with the Altamont Lady Indians. And we'll be there in uh, Paris with all the coverage for you. And you can hear it right here on uh, Jack FM. And then on a Friday, it'll be in uh, St. Elmo at St. Elmo Brownstown. And uh, then on a Saturday, a big matchup with Tuscola as uh, it's the NTC uh, CIC shootout there in Altamont. It's the main event. It's 7 o'clock for the boys, Altamont versus Tuscola in a heck of a uh, ball game. They don't have Jalen Quinn uh, this year, but they do have his brother, Jordan Quinn, who is an outstanding athlete and one of the top scorers there. And also, a dynamic player on the football field as well. But we'll worry about that on Saturday. We got Nioga and SCB before that. And then also on Saturday, it'll be a girls basketball as well. They'll be in action, and the season will be on the line. The postseason begins on Saturday for high school girls basketball. Altamont drew the 10th seed this year in the North Clay Regional, and they'll be going up against the host, the Cardinals, the 5 seed North Clay. And that will be in Louisville on a Saturday, and that will be at 7 o'clock. And due to the boys being the same exact time, thank you, IHSA, for that. But uh, 7 o'clock will be the start time for both the boys and the girls. So we're planning on moving the girls over to uh, WCRA due to no uh, scheduling conflicts over there. So a little programming note coming up on a Saturday. But we will have uh, both games for you, both the guys and the girls, here on the airways of Jack FM or WCRA on our family of networks here at the Cromwell media group both teams are uh, almost through warming up Altamont still 
shooting around, but in the yoga, they are ready. Uh, they are hyped here in this home contest before the yoga. And that was what was one of the one impressive things about Friday's night matchup that uh, Coach Niebuhr really took pride in and was really proud of the guys for showing uh, grit and uh, resiliency there for coming back. And it was on the road. It was a hostile environment there in Nokomis, and it seemed like all of the big wins Altamont has had this season has come at home. Yes, they did win on the road to Casey to start this win streak, but that wasn't a hostile environment. On Friday, it certainly felt like a regional or a sectional game on a Friday, and it was a heck of a game to be a part of. You can listen to it and go back and listen to that in the archives at fmradio.com. All right, both teams ready to uh, toe the line, and we're ready to uh, start the national anthem. And, of course, the national anthem brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency. The way back after the anthem for the starting lineups and the tip-off of this one between Altamont and Nioga. The way back in a few moments after the anthem. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball and high school boys basketball on Jack FM. can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Cold and flu season is here. 
Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Neoga High School National Trail Conference Basketball Action as the uh, color guard for Neoga is just now leaving uh, the uh, court for the uh, National Anthem before we get this ATC game uh, to uh, go on. And uh, there they go, exiting the uh, floor. And uh, now... We can officially uh, get a little bit louder here as uh, it'll be Altamont squaring off with Nioga, of course. Nioga in uh, their home white uniforms and uh, the Altamont Indians, the visiting team in their road of black uniforms with orange numbers and a white trim. So let's get the uh, starting lineups first for those visiting Altamont Indians. They're going to go uh, with uh, this uh, starting five here tonight. It's Jared Hamer wearing number two, the 5'11 senior. Also, Number 21, Dylan Elam. He's a 6'3 junior. We also have uh, number 22, Avery Yarhouse. He's a 6'1 senior. We also have number uh, 32, uh, Logan uh, Cornette, a 6'2 senior. And we also have Eric Coleman, the uh, 6'5 senior, wearing number uh, 50 there uh, tonight. Uh, So, again, it's Hammer, Elam, Yarhouse, Cornette, and uh, Coleman. Starting at 5 for the Altamont Indians. Starting 5 for the Nioga Indians. They are the same starting five. They trotted out there on the ATC at night. It is number 13, Landon Titus. He's a 5'11 sophomore. Number 14, Brady Reynolds, a 5'10 senior. Number 23, Trey Sheehan. He's a 6'1 junior. Number 30, Quentin Ridgers. He's a 6'3 senior. And... They have number 34, Caden Will, a 5'11 senior. So, again, it's Titus, Reynolds, Sheehan, Richards, and Will starting five for the Neoga Indians. And so it's a battle of the Indians, so I'll have to make sure that I decipher which town they're from since both of the mascots are the Indians, of course, Neoga, in their home or white uniforms with red numbers tonight. So, we have other action going on around our area this evening. We got a St. Elmo Brownstown against Cumberland. We'll see St. Elmo on a Friday night, but first I got to take on the Cumberland Pirates, who's been playing pretty well. And that's over on our sister station, WCRA. Charleston is at Effingham. St. Anthony is hosting South Central in an NCC clash as Altamont trying to stay undefeated in a conference so far. We also got CHBC there at Patoka. Martinsville is at Dietrich. Newton is hosting Kelowna. Unity and North Clay hosting Alney in a great matchup. Petopolis is at Casey. North Vigo is at Robinson. West Vigo is at Paris. And Taylorville is at Mattoona there. So that's a little rundown, and I'll try to give you some other scores at halftime of those contests. If I get any updates, I will surely pass them along. But we're about to set here on an NTC night. Altamont trying to keep this win streak going on and trying to be still be perfect here in uh, the uh, conference as we get enter the uh, final two weeks of the regular season. So there we go. It'll be uh, uh, Dylan Elam jumping it up against uh, Quentin Richards. 
to uh, begin this contest at center circle between Altamont and Yoga. Battle of the Indians. And here we go. It'll be Nioga winning the tip-off to start off this game. And they'll be going right to left on your radio dial to start this game. And it's going to be Will with the basketball here on the right side. Now they'll get over there to Reynolds. Now they'll get it up top. And then they get it over there to Will. Will drives on Yarhouse and kicks it back out to Reynolds. Almost loses the dribble trying to back down Cornette. And gets off to Will somehow. He's double teamed here. And they get over to Titus. Titus is open in the corner for three, and he splashes it home. Three-pointer there for Landon Titus. And it's 3 nothing. Nioga. They take the first lead. So it'll be Hammer starting off with the basketball for Altamont. It goes over there to your house on the left side. They'll be going left to right on your radio dial to begin this contest. And it's Hammer taking up the basketball there on the right side. Now they get it over to Coleman. Coleman was big in the last matchup. Little hook shot in the paint. No good. Gets his own miss. No good either. And the rebound goes to Richards for Nioga. And it'll be uh, Nioga with the basketball. It'll be uh, Reynolds setting up shop in between the circles. Now they get it over to Richards. Richards has it on to the right side. He lost the dribble momentarily, but he gets it back. He's over there to Will. Now they get it to Sheehan. Sheehan back to Reynolds. Reynolds left side. Spins around. Drives on Cornet, puts it up in the paint, no good, but Brady Reynolds will go to the free throw line for two shots. So uh, that will be Altamont's first foul, and it'll go on Logan Cornet, his first. And a foul shot is up and good uh, for Brady Reynolds. He'll get another one. Makes it four to nothing, Nioga. Just underway here in the opening quarter. And the second free throw is also good for Brady Reynolds. Two for two there. It's five to nothing, Nioga. Hammer will get it across the timeline, and now it'll be Yarhouse on the right side. And he'll dribble at the free throw line, gives it off to Cornette. He cuts to the rim, no good, but Coleman there, trying for the follow, loose ball, and it's ending the hands of Richards for Nioga. A miss, but then Nioga got the basketball somehow. It'll be Titus over to Sheehan. Sheena fakes over in the corner to Richards. Now he holds on. Now he gives it off to Titus. Now over to Reynolds on the right wing. Now Reynolds over to Richards with a little head fake. He'll drive on Elam. Puts up the mid-ring jumper off the glass and in. Fake is open here for Nioga, and it's 7-0. And over to Cornette. Cornette with a little ball fake. He drives. Nice dish to Coleman up and in. And Eric Coleman, first two points for Altamont. They trail 7-2. to Notorious slow starters are Altamont, and uh, that was their first basket there with about uh, about 5.50 to go in the first quarter. They get over to Will, now over to Sheehan on the right wing. He picks up his dribble. He's looking for someone to pass to. He's off to Richards. Richards with a couple fakes. Mid-range jumper on Elam, and he flashes it right in his face. And back-to-back jumpers there for Richards, and he's got four early ones. It's 9-2. to two. Hammer picks up the basketball, and he is going to call for a travel. He was looking to pass it off, and he gets called for the travel, so that's the first turnover there for Altamont. And uh, so Altamont trails here, there, here in the early going, 9-2, to two, uh, 5.15 to go here in the opening quarter. It's Reynolds with the basketball. He'll hand off to a Will, and they'll shuffle it off to a Richards. Now get it to Titus on the left side. Now Sheehan will get it to Will. Will with a little ball fake, and he'll hand off to Reynolds. Deep three, volleyball line three, no good, but it's going to be Will with the offensive rebound, 
and he tries to dish it to Richards, and it's going to be out of bounds, and it's going to go to no one. So it'll be a turnover at Alphama. And Mason Robinson will come off the bench for the first time, and Logan Cornett will take a seat. So under five to go, Altamont starting this game. Again, a little flat here in Yoga. They've come into play. They lead 9-2 to two in the early going. Hammer hands off to Robinson. Robinson from the free throw line jumper, and first jumper there for Mason Robinson, and it's 9-4. to four. Altamont trailing here. Reynolds will get it across the timeline, gets over to Richards, and he's going to fire a three-pointer. It's good. He can't miss. He's three for three, and that's his first three of the game. That's his seventh point. It's 12 to four. Robinson dumps it down low to Coleman, and he spins around with a little baby hook up and in for Eric Coleman, and it's 12 to six. And so Reynolds will get it across the timeline now, and he'll dribble on. Robinson puts up the shot, swatted away, and it comes up here onto the stage. And it'll be out of bounds. Stays right here with Nioga. Stuff coming in. Ryan Custer coming in for Will for Nioga. Reynolds will inbound the basketball just right in front of me here on the stage. Reynolds gets it in to Sheehan. And they'll swing things over to Richards. Richards drives, and he likes that spot. And he has his first miss of the game. But the offensive rebound goes to Nioga, though, as Coleman couldn't handle it. And it's going to go off of Nioga, they say. And it'll be Altamont basketball. So, again, another offensive rebound chance for Nioga. Goes awry that time, but an opportunity. They just couldn't get possession of the basketball. Altamont has it now into the front court. Under four to go here in the opening quarter. Elam, three-pointer is good. Three-pointer for Dylan Elam. And it's 12-9. to nine. 340 to go here with a little 5-0 run now. Here over to Sheehan. Sheehan on the right side, gives over to Custer, now to Reynolds on the left side. Reynolds step back three is good. Don't let him open for just a second. That's all that Robinson gave him, and Reynolds took it. It's 15-9. to nine. They dub it down low with two of Coleman. Coleman up and in. I thought he was a little bit too far underneath the basket, but he got in better position, and it's 15-11. to 11. Six early points here for the big man, Eric Coleman. Reynolds will drive on Robinson, and he'll get free, but he'll give off the Custer mid-range jumper way off and rebounded by Rob or Yarhouse. Yarhouse gets over to Robinson. Robinson and he dishes it off, and they're going to call a, a foul there on Nioga. As Robinson just got the pass off to Elam in the corner, but they called a foul on Nioga before that. So that'll be Nioga's first, and that's going to go on uh, Rare Custer. And uh, so we got uh, Logan Cornett, Kynan Earhart coming in, and returning to the lineup is Wyatt Phillips as well, returning to the rotation as well. He's been dealing with a foot issue for, oh, I don't know, for a good month or so. Nice to see him back into the rotation. He's going to be the one taking it out for Wyatt Phillips. Wyatt gets it in to a Robinson. Robinson gets over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse gives it back to a Robinson. Robinson has that at the free throw line now. And he's looking to hand it off, but nope, it's a fake. He goes up and under, no good, but his follow is good. Stayed with the missed shot there for Mason. And his fourth point, Altamont trails by two here, 15-13. to 13. And it's going to be Reynolds with the basketball. Step back, three's open, it's no good. And uh, Robinson and Richards crash the boards. They're going to call a jump ball. Alternate possession arrow gives it here to Altamont. So Altamont, he can uh, tie it up here after... Gosh, they were down 12-4, to 
at one point, and now it's just a two-point game, and they could tie it or take the lead here on this possession. Robinson will go forego the screen. He'll dribble on the right side, stops and pops mid-range, and we're tied. Tie game, six points for Robinson, and it's tied at 15. Coming up on a 2-10 to go. And we get over to a Reynolds. Reynolds will get it over to Richards. Richards with a little ball fake. He drives, tries to turn turnaround jumper, contested jumper. Robinson was all over him and rebounded by Earhart. Robinson up to Cornette. Cornette spins around, puts it up off the glass and in. And Altamont takes the lead and has their first lead of the game. And Coach Snow wants a timeout as Dave Nioga has seen the lead evaporate. And Nioga wants a uh, full timeout, so I'll take a 30 as well. Altamont regains the lead, 17-15, a minute 15 to go here in the opening quarter. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like you're listening to altamont high school basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 jack fm altamont has come a storming back they were down seven nothing to start the game and then 12 to four at one point but now altamont with a run and they lead 17 to a 15 as yoga coach snow had to call the timeout to say hey settle the guys down after Giving up a big lead. Custer checks out, and Caden Will will check back in for Nioga. She and Will take it out, and he'll be the one bringing up the basketball as he got it back from Titus. She and Will get across the timeline. He's going to be met there by Phillips. Now over to Titus. Now back over to Will at the top of the key. Over to Titus. He pump fakes, and he'll dribble here on the perimeter. He's looking for someone to pass. Who gets off to Sheehan. Now Will fires it over to Titus with the baseline jumper. Good. For Titus, his fifth point, and we're tied at 17. Yarhouse will drive, and he'll drive on the baseline, and they're calling foul there on Nioga. And uh, so that was going to go on Titus, his first team second. And Hammer returns, and Dylan Elam will return as well. Yarhouse and Phillips will take a seat. You notice that that uh, left foot is kind of more heavily taped than uh, the other for Phillips there, but I see back out there. Hammer in the corner for three. No good. Back iron and the fight for the rebound. It goes to Earhart. Now he gets it back to Robinson. He drives up and in. Eight points for Robinson. It's 19-17. to 17. Altamont regains the lead back. It'll be Reynolds getting across the timeline. A minute to go. They'll get over to Reynolds. Mid-range jumper is good. That's actually Richards, my bad. He's got nine points. We're tied at 19 again. Robinson for three is off. No good. And the battle for the loose ball. And Cornette tips it out to Hammer, keeping the possession alive. Elam will drive. Dishes off to Earhart. Left-handed hook is good uh, for Trenton Earhart. His first basket. Altamont back in front, 21-19. 35 seconds left. So, Reynolds. Well, bring it up for Nioga. He'll get a screen there by Will. 
Get off to a Sheehan with 24 seconds left. Sheehan gets over there to a Titus. Titus looking to get a screen, and he does, and he takes it. 15 seconds left. Titus in between the circles now. He gets bumped by Robinson. He'll hand off to Will. Will get off to Sheehan at the top of the key. Eight seconds. He eyes the clock. He drives to the paint and gets ripped away by Cornette. And they're going to call a foul on Cornette there. As he was trying for the tie-up. And uh, instead he's going to get called for the foul. So that will be uh, the uh, second there on uh, Cornette. And the second one on Altamont as a team. And uh, Sheehan will go to the free throw line for two shots here. They're going to say that was in the act of shooting. Which I think is the right call. Sheehan. Free throw up, and it rattled in. Took a bounce off the rim, and it fell through. And the yoga trails by one. Got uh, Brian Hennessy checking in uh, for Nioga. And we also got Avery Yarhouse checking in uh, for Cornette. Trying for maybe a sneak in a three here. It's a Sheehan at the free throw line for a second free throw. That's also good. That one was more pure. And we're tied at 21. 4.2 left. Robinson has it all the way in the front court already. Two seconds left. He throws up the layup high off the glass. No, and that'll do it. So after one quarter of play, it is 21 all between Altamont and Nioga here on the Tuesday night NCC Clash. We're in for a good one here, folks. So come on back for the second quarter. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball and high school boys basketball on Jack FM. George, George. What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you. Oh, George. Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There. Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Mm. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Nioga will immediately start the uh, second quarter with a turnover as Custer just tossed it right in the hands of Phillips and still sitting on the bench and that's out of bounds. So it was almost like it was intended that way. We're all tight here at 21 to start this one in the second quarter. Yarrow for three, no good. And it's going to be rebounded there by Brady Reynolds. Reynolds will bring it up for Nioga. And Reynolds will have it, and he'll stop, and he's free for three. No good. Rebounded by Coleman. Robinson pushes the pace, and he'll hop step in the lane, puts up the layup, is good. Robinson continuing his great first half. He's got 10 now. It's 23-21, 7.15 to go here in Altamont with the lead back. Three lead changes and four ties in that first half, in that first quarter. As, uh, that is Hennessy. He'll spin around on Robinson. He had knocked away, but Hennessy gets it back. Will at the top of the key. Now over to Reynolds. Uh, Richards. Richards for three is good. He says, what you can do, I can do better as well. Robinson, he's got 12. 
And Nioga is back in the lead. 24-23. Yarhouse drives the baseline. He's underneath the basket. He gives off to Elam for three in the corner. No good. But Yarhouse is there for the rebound, though. And Osman will reset. He goes back to the three-point line. He turns around, shoots the three. Can't get that one to fall either. And Elam fighting for the rebound with Custer. And Elam takes the tumble, and they're going to say it is off of Elam. And so it'll just be Neoga basketball. And Robinson checks out, and Wyatt Phillips will come back in for Altamont. 631 to go here in the second quarter. It's 24-23, Neoga with a one-point lead. Just took the lead back on that three-by Richards there. It's Reynolds with the basketball. He'll get a screen by Will. Now Sheehan will swing things over to Hennessy on the right side, and now go over to Will at the top of the key. And Will will drive on Hammer, and he'll pick up his dribble, goes out to Sheehan with a little head fake, and he'll spin around and gives it back off to Richards. He'll take a jumper just inside the arc. No good. And Yarhouse with the rebound. Yarhouse pushes the pace. He's going to step into a three straight on. No good. And it's going to be tipped out, and it's going to be into the hands of Will for Nioga. And a loose ball was just up for grabs forever, but it was Nioga who clutched it. Now Sheehan will go over to a Will at the top of the circle. They'll work it back over to Sheehan. Fires for three. No good. Back iron, and Elam grabs the board. Now we'll go over to Hamer. They'll swing things over to Yarhouse. A little head fake. He'll drive baseline. Gets back out to Elam. Shot for three. Yes! Three-pointer for Dylan Elam. He's got six, his second three. And guess what? Altman with the lead back, 26-24. Back and forth we go. 5.20 to go here in the second. And Yarhouse with a steal. Yarhouse the other way. Layup. Good. Steal and layup for Avery. That's his first two points. It's 28-24. And Reynolds will have the basketball. He'll the screen up from... Will, and they thought about a three, but gives it off to Sheehan instead here at the elbow. And he thought about giving it to Hennessy, but can't find him. Now they finally do find Hennessy. Now Hennessy here on the right side. He almost loses a dribble, and he maintains it, though. Gives it over to Reynolds in between the circle. Reynolds trying to work over Yarhouse. Now he'll get a screen of there, and he can't get free as Hammer switched on him. And uh, Richard drives. He tries to back down. He puts up the shot. No good. And Reynolds gets the rebound back. That's Richards, actually. And it's going to be missed again and rebounded by Yarhouse. Quickly up the floor, Elam has it. He stops, and he'll hand off to Hamer. Hamer almost had it knocked away, but he gets it back, and they're calling offensive foul. Just waiting on that. We're in yoga. They've done that for a couple of possessions now, trying for the offensive fouls on some passes, and that's kind of what that happened there. And uh, so that'll be Altamont's third uh, team foul and the first there on Hamer. And so it'll be Neoga basketball, and we're also in a timeout as well. I think Neoga called that one. So either way, I'll take a quick 30. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont, Neffingham. See a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator posts in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
Welcome back in here to a Neoga High School. As Coach Snow called a quick 30-second timeout there, and it looks like we got Wyatt Phillips checking back in, and Kainan Earhart also returns to the lineup on the timeout there. Titus also came back in for Neoga as well. Reynolds with the basketball. He's going to be pressured here in the backcourt, and they weren't ready for it, but Sheehan gets it. Gives it off there to Will. Will puts it up. It's blocked by Robinson. Phillips up to Cornette. Cornette lays it up. No, but he is going to be fouled, though. So Logan Cornette will go to the free throw line here for two shots. An emphatic swat there by Robinson, and it goes right into the hands of Phillips, and then they run the fast break, and Cornette will go to the free throw line here. First time tonight for Altamont at the free throw line for Logan Cornette. The foul goes on Brady Reynolds, his first. Team third on the yoga. 4.03 to go. Cornette at the line. Still a four-point lead for Altman. Make it five. Free throw is good there by Logan Cornette. Now 29-24. And Richards uh, will come back in, and Hennessy will take a seat. So Cornette will get another one. And uh, Cornette kind of has a little ball start on his free throw and gives some people some trouble and he makes it two for two there whatever works knocks it down and the largest lead of the night it's 30 to 24 Altamont with the lead and it's Will here into the right corner and he'll dribble out he'll get it to Titus Titus with a little head fake and now dribble on the perimeter they get it back to Titus still can't get free she and gives it back to Titus they're just playing pitch and catch with it now they go over here to the baseline of Will they go over to Sheehan Team with a head fake. Robinson stays down and gets off to Richards. He'll fire a three. It's no good. And it was a contested three as well. Rebounded by Earhart. Robinson up the floor to Elam. Elam over to Earhart. Earhart backing down his man. Now over to Elam. Fires another three. In and out. No good. Earhart's there for the rebound, though. Robinson straight on three. Yes! Three-pointer there for Mason Robinson. He's got 13. And that was all started there by kind of Earhart. Offensive board. 33-24, 9-point lead for Altamont. Obviously the largest lead of the night for Altamont. Now Cornette with a steal. Cornette with a layup. Yes. Layup and steal for Logan Cornette. He's got six. It's 35-24. Lead is 11 now for Altamont. Three minutes to go in the first half. It's Reynolds going to be driving. He almost lost it, and he picks it up. He gives over to Sheehan. Sheehan drives the baseline, and Altamont's defense loses him. Sheehan goes up and in for his fourth point. It's 35-26. Quickly up the floor to Cornette. And they're going to call a foul on Nioga trying to step in. And I think they're going to get that one on Reynolds. I was right down the last point for Nioga. And it was already quickly out of the way up the floor. And Logan Cornette is going to go back to the free throw line here. That's going to be the second foul on Brady Reynolds. Fourth team foul on Nioga. Cornette's free throw is good. He's got seven, and it's 36-26. Double-digit lead now for Altamont. Phillips checks out, and Earhart will take a seat as well. And we got Coleman returning, and I believe Hamer came back in. Yep, Jared's in there. Cornette's at the line for a second free throw. Second free throw, also good. So he's four for four at the line tonight, and he'll take a seat as well. And Yarhouse will return for him. Get some big applause and high fives from the bench. Altamont's got so many bench players that they got to set on the second step up there here in Neoga. 
And it's going to be a, a foul there on Altamont as soon as Nioga crossed the half-court line, reaching in. They're going to get that one on Avery. His first, team fourth for Altamont. 2.31 to go here. Still Nioga basketball. Richards will have it in between the circles. Richards will get a screen of there by Will. Uh, that was Custer, actually. Is it to a Titus? Titus drives to the right, gives it back off to a Sheehan. Now Custer swings things over to Reynolds. Reynolds here on the wing. It looks to get free over to Sheehan at the top. Now it's going to be Richards. And screen there by uh, Sheehan there. They'll swing things over to Titus. Titus gives it up to Sheehan. Under two to go. Reynolds. He wants that three, but he'll drive instead. He spins around, and he lost it going up, and it's picked off into the hands of Eric Coleman. Fourth turnover for Nioga in this quarter. Elam spin around, up, and no, and the battle for the rebound, and it's going to go off of Altamont, they say, and it'll be Nioga basketball. Elam didn't settle himself there and spun around and missed the layup, and ball went out, and it'll be Nioga basketball. The minute 40 to go. Yoga now all of a sudden finds themselves trailing a 37-26. Only five points a quarter for Dioga. It'll be a Titus getting over there to a Reynolds. Now back to Titus. Now Titus with it on to the left side. Now go over to Reynolds. Also swing things over to Richard. Now back over to Reynolds. They'll swing things over to Titus. A little head fake. And he'll dribble and it'll be kicked by Robinson. So it'll be a kick the ball violation just out of bounds for Neoga. Minute and 11 seconds left here in the first half. Altamont with a 37-26 lead here. It was 7 to nothing Neoga at one point and 12-4 as well, but Altamont really uh, came up strong there in the second half of the first quarter and this quarter as well. Only holding Neoga to five points so far in this quarter. And over to Richards. Richards with a head fake. He hop steps in the lane. Step back jumper. No. And it was good for him earlier, but just can't make anything now. And it'll be off of Altamont, and it'll be stay right here with Nioga as it went out. And uh, so it'll be Richards taking out just in front of the uh, scorer's table there. And uh, they are going to make Titus uh, sit down. Maybe he's got a little bloody nose or something. And Hennessy will check in. For him, and Richards will inbound him now. Under a minute to go here in this first half. Sheehan will have it on the right side. A little fake by Hennessy here in the corner. Gives out to Sheehan. He'll step into a three. And in. It wanted to come out, but it fell down for Sheehan. He's got seven. It's 37-29. 40 seconds left. Elam gets it over there to Robinson. Robinson head fakes. Drives baseline. Dishes off to Coleman. He gets it between the trees, and he stuck it up, bud. He can't get it to fall, but he is fouled, so Eric Coleman will go to the free throw line. My goodness. Six or seem like six guys. Three, four guys around him. And Coleman will go to the line for two. That foul is going to go on Ryan Custer. His second. He's fifth. And uh, Coleman missed the free throw, but he's got one more coming. So it's still 37-29 Altamont. 33.5 left. And it'll be Coleman's second free throw. is also no good. So over two there. And Hennessy grabs the rebound. And it'll be Reynolds getting across half court. And Reynolds 
We'll direct traffic here. He's got 20 seconds left on the clock. Right side gives off to Hennessy. Hennessy over here in the corner to Sheehan. Sheehan here in the right corner. Looking for someone to pass to. He'll finally drive, and he'll kick it off to Richards. Richards now drives with a little hand, one-handed shot. No good. Fight for the rebound. Goes back into the hands of Richards, and there's going to be a foul. A foul on Coleman. And so it'll be two free throws here for Quentin Richards. Another offensive rebounding opportunity for Nioga. And that's going to go on Eric his first. Team of fifth on Altamont. But it's going to be Quentin Richards at the line here. Free throw up is good. 13 points for him. Nine of those came in the first quarter. Wyatt Phillips checks in and Hammer will take a seat. Again, trying to steal away a three-pointer possibly here. 37 to 30. Richards at the line for a second free throw. And the second one's also good. Two for two there. So he's got 14. And it's 37 to 31. Reynolds will take a seat and Will will come back in. Gilm will inbound it. They got to go the full length of the floor with it. 3.7 left in the half. He gets to Robinson. High pass, but Robinson gets it down. He gets it across half court. He gets it knocked loose. And that's going to do it. And so. No play, no shot for Altamont. And they do take the lead there, 37-31. Altamont has the lead here at the half. So I'll be back to get the first half statistics, and I'll try to track down a score or two from around the area as well. But here the score, 37-31. Altamont in the lead here at halftime in Yoga. And uh, I'll be back, take a break, and I'll be back in a few minutes. And you're listening to High School Basketball. And Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FN. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Payne, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement. And you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. 
At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie... What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Oh, Marjorie! Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George! This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Altamont and Yoga currently here at the half it is Altamont with the 37 to 31 lead over over Nioga and uh, this was a 7-0 at one point to start the game for Nioga and then uh, they also trailed uh, our Altamont trailed 12 to 4 at one point there in the opening quarter and then it was a run and a comeback for Altamont as they came all the way back, they tied the score at 21 after one quarter, and then a, a strong second quarter there, and a strong showing up by the Indians there, obviously with uh, 16 points there put up before Altamont. Yoga, they only had about five points there for a while. They came up strong late there to uh, have 10 points in uh, the uh, quarter, so it was you know, a, a decent start for Altamont defensively, but then Nyoga with a flurry ending there to get the score where we're at right now with a 37 to 31 here. Give you some statistics and some point totals from the first half here. As uh, Mason Robinson, he's had a, a couple of three pointers in that second quarter, and he has uh, 13 points. Eight of those came in the opening quarter. They also have uh, Logan Cornett with eight points. He's four for four from the free throw line. And uh, we also have uh, Dylan Elam with six on two three-pointers, one in the first and one in the second. We also have Eric Coleman, all six points came in the first quarter. And uh, we also have Avery Yarhouse with two and kind of Earhart with two points as well there. And Altman, I am down for about one or two turnovers in that entire first quarter. And Yoga played a pretty clean game as well. Uh, you know, we'll see the statistics for uh, them as only four players in the scorebook right now for the, in- the Indians of Nioga. Quinn Richards, he had nine in the first quarter. He ended up finishing with uh, 14 uh, points there in the first half. We also have Trey Sheehan. He had seven. Landon Titus had five. And Brady Reynolds had a five as well with a three-pointer uh, there. So uh, Altamont had quarters of 21 and a 16 for their 37, and Yoga at quarters of a 21 and a 10 for their 31 here at halftime. 37 to 31 is your score 
here in Neoga. Again, we're not done with uh, basketball. Uh, we got action on Thursday. Also on uh, closing out the regular season in girls basketball there in uh, Paris, taking on the great uh, Lady Tigers program uh, they have. And uh, so uh, we'll uh, be having coverage for you right here on Jack of Girls Basketball. And then on Friday, it'll be uh, the boys of St. Elmo Brownstown in St. Elmo. And then on a Saturday, it's the main event of the NTC CIC shootout there as it's Altamont taking on a Tuscola. Again, no Jalen Quinn. He's playing for Leola Chicago this season. But uh, his brother Jordan Quinn is just as talented as he is. And also uh, that uh, Saturday uh, coming up, Nioga is in action as well. They'll be in the first game of the day, and uh, they'll be taking on a Central A&M there in Altamont at 10 a.m. Also we have on Saturday in the NITC CIC shootout, CHBC squaring off against Macon Meridian at 11.30, St. Elmo against the Sullivan at 1, Dietrich against Warrensburg-Latham at 2.30, North Clay matching up with Shelbyville at 4 o'clock, and then the game before Altamont and Tuscola is a good one, even though uh, one team is not in the uh, CIC. We gladly welcome them as it's going to be uh, Casey there squaring off against Windsor Stu Straws at a 5 30 before the Altamont Tuscola game. So, a uh, full day of action coming up on a Saturday for you, and we'll have coverage for you of the Altamont and a Tuscola game coming up at 7 o'clock. And also at 7 o'clock over on WCRA is going to be girls basketball. They're in the uh, certain regional play. They're in Louisville to take on the five-seed North Clay Cardinals and Altamont drew the 10-seed this year in the postseason. Last two weeks for the regular season of four Altamont boys as we got the three game or St. Elmo and Tuscola. That's two games. And uh, two more next week. Big matchup on senior night for Altamont. And next Tuesday against St. Anthony, the regular season matchup rematch of the championship game. And then uh, they'll close out the regular season against Windsor Stu Straws. There in Windsor, I believe, it will be the uh, host of the game there. And, uh, and of course, the seeds come out on a Thursday, and then the schedule will come out on a Friday for the uh, brackets. And we'll see where Altamont will land seed-wise and where they will be at uh, in their regional, whether they'll be in uh, Farina or they'll be in Nokomis. And we'll find that out later in the week. But right now here at halftime, it is Altman with the lead of 37-31. And like I said, it trailed 12-4 at one point, and then they had a 10-point lead at one point in the second quarter. But Yoga with a strong closeout to the half, 37-31 here. Starting five before Altman, I'll be out there. It's Hamer, Yarhouse, Coleman, Elam, and Cornette to start in five oh four. Altamont to start off the uh, second half. And Yoga will have Titus, Reynolds, Sheehan, Richards, and Will, the players starting out for them. And that's their starters as well to start off the second half here. So Altamont will have the basketball to start off this second half. They have the six-point edge onto the scoreboard. They had uh, four ties and uh, six lead changes there in that uh, opening quarter above it's been all Altamont for a while. And Cornette tried for that alley-oop to Elam to start the half, and it's going to be knocked out by Reynolds, and it's going to stay right here with Altamont, though. Hammer will inbound the basketball, and right in front of me here, they'll get it into Elam. 
Elam gets over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse goes to Coleman, and he flashes to the rim, and Yarhouse found him, and Coleman stuck it up and in, and it's 39-31 on the give-and-go there from Yarhouse to uh, Coleman. It's going to be uh, Titus with the ball on the right side. Out in yoga, we go going left to right this half. Richards with a little uh, pump fake. Now he'll dribble and give it off to Sheehan. Free throw line jumper way off, and they're going to let it go out of bounds. He airballed it, and so it'll be a back to Altima. Quickly up the floor is Yarhouse. Spinning around. Gives it to Cornette in the corner. Shot for three. No good. Coleman battling for the board, and they're going to call a, uh, a foul there on Coleman. Battling for the ball. To be a little over and back action there for Coleman. And uh, that's foul number one for him and first team foul of Altamont this half. As we're just underway here in the third. Altamont 39-31. Uh, and it's Will having it on the right wing. And they get over to Sheehan. Sheehan gives it to Will at the free throw line. He drives and he kicks it off to Titus. Titus thought about the step back three, but he gives it off to Reynolds at the top of the key. He'll drive, puts up the wild shot. No good. Will with the rebound, though, and there's going to be a foul. A foul on Altamont. And uh, so it'll be Caden uh, Will going to the free throw line for two shots. And uh, that will be on Jared Hamer, his second, team second as well. And he can't make the free throw there for Wills, so still a 39-31 game. 6.49 to go here in the third. And Will, second free throw on the way up, and it's good. Wanted to come out, that's his first point. 39-32, seven-point lead for Altamont. Garhouse on the right side. Elam's going to fire a three now. It's back iron too strong. And rebounded by Titus. Titus brings up the floor for Nioga. Titus on the right side dribbles and trying to get free and gives it off to Sheehan. Sheehan hold it here up top. Sheehan still holding on to the ball. Gives it off to Will finally. Will will drive. And he'll get off to Sheehan at the top of the key. He's going to fire a three. It's way off. And Will tracks down the rebound. Puts up the wild shot off the glass and in for Caden Will. Three quick points here. It's 39-34. Garhouse drives layup, and they're going to call a blocking foul. As Sheehan tried to slide in on Yarhouse, and Yarhouse is going to go to the free throw line here for two shots. Tough night for Avery, only having two points so far. And he'll go to the line to try for two more. Sheehan will get hit with a foul. His first, team's first foul of the half. Our house free throw good. And it's thirty nine or it's forty to thirty four. And Yarhouse will be at the line up for his second one. Yarhouse free throw is good. Second one goes in for Avery and he's got four. And he'll take a seat and get a breather, and a cornet checks back in. Or it was Robinson who checked in. 41-34, Altamont with the lead. Titus with the ball. He's off to Reynolds. He'll fire a three. A back iron too strong and rebounded by Cornet. Robinson, outlet pass to Hammer. Hammer up the floor, left the floater short, but Coleman's there for the follow-up and in for Coleman. And he's got 10 now. It's 43-34. The lead's back to nine. 
Richards trying to get free of Elam. He is off to a will on the right wing. Now over to Reynolds. Reynolds is off to Richards. Richards trying to get free. Jumper is off. No good. Rebounded by Robinson. Robinson up to Elam, and him and Reynolds will bang heads, or almost bang heads. But there was a lot of contact there, and Reynolds is going to get hit with a foul. His third. Only person in foul trouble so far for either team, and that's going to be the second team foul on Nioga. Robinson hands off to Hammer. Hammer off in the corner to Cornette. Shot for three. No good. Tipped out, and it's going to be Robinson coming away with it after a couple of tips. And Robinson over to Cornette. He'll drive baseline. Gives off to Coleman, or at least he tried to. It's knocked away by Will, and it's knocked out of bounds. So he'll stay right here with Altamont as they'll inbound here on the baseline. And Hammer will look to get in. He gets into Elam. He's open for three. Yes! Three-pointer, I think. Nope, it was just a two. I thought he might have had a toe on the line. And they say he did. So it's only a two, and it's 45-34. Could have called for a tennis review on that one, but I think his toe was on the line. So it's 45-34. Lead is back to 11. Titus. With the basketball, he holds it here at the volleyball line. 4.35 to go in the third. It's going to be Will getting off to Reynolds. Reynolds, step back jumper, is off, no good. Rebounded by Coleman. Robinson, outlet pass to Elam. He's free, layup off the glass and in for Elam on the outlet pass from Robinson. And it's 47-34. Elam's in double figures with 10. Richards drives, puts it up, off the glass and in. Count the basket. And the foul for Quentin Richards. They go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. And that foul will go on as Dylan Elam is the first to team a third in this half. And uh, there's a, a timeout on the floor. And uh, so Earhart checked in on the timeout. And there's going to be a timeout on the floor. It was Yoga that called it. And I think they took a full timeout. So I'll step away for 30 seconds. It'll be an and one free throw coming for Richards, but I'll be back in 30. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball and high school boys basketball on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Yoga High School. As the 409 remaining, it's Richard at the free throw line for the and one opportunity. And uh, Richards will get it up, and it's good. And one is good, and that's a 10 point game, 47 37. Hamer also checked in on the timeout there by Coach Snow. He's only got two remaining. And it'll be Yarl for three. No good. Back iron and rebounded by Richards. And it'll be uh, Reynolds. 
driving and dishes off to Sheehan at the free throw line. Let's one defender go by and he drives, puts one up, he gets there hard and he finishes through for Sheehan. And uh, it's a basket there by Sheehan. And uh, that's his ninth point and makes it 47 to 39. Not sure what that little stoppage in action was, but they went over to Coach Snow and asked him something. And now we're back to playing basketball. And so Hamer will get it across the timeline. He gives it over to Phillips. He also snuck in and on me there on the timeout. Robinson for three. Yeah. Three-pointer for Mason Robinson. He's got 16. That's his third three or, nope, his second three of the night. It's 50-39. to 39. Reynolds with the basketball. He picked it up, and he's got to do something with it. Gives it off to Sheehan. Sheehan tried to drive, but he kicks it off to Richards. Richards picks it up, and he's going to give it off to Will. Will drives, gives it off to Sheehan on the baseline. He'll drive baseline, and now he'll kick it back out to Reynolds. Fire a three in the corner. No good. And fight for the rebound goes to Robinson. Robinson outlet pass to Hammer. Hammer up the floor, and there's going to be a foul. There on a will for Nioga. Man, that was a tight window. Uh, Robinson had to squeeze it in there to hammer. But it'll be a Jerry going to the free throw line here for two. And that foul will go on Caden Will. His first, team third of the half. Hammer makes the free throw, and he's on the board. And that makes it 51 to 39. Altamont with the lead. His second free throw for Hammer is good. 52 to 39 now for Altamont. Under three to go here in the third. It's Richards getting across the timeline. As Richards gets the screen there by Sheehan. He has that the elbow. He lost it on the dribble. And they're just going to let it go out. And so it'll be a turnover back over to Altamont. As Reynolds kind of slipped on the floor there a little bit, and he lost it out of bounds. That's the first turnover for Nioga in this half. Pretty clean game for both teams so far. Then we get over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse over to Hammer. He gets it back to Yarhouse in the corner for three. Yes. Three ball, corner pocket for Avery Yarhouse. His first three of the night. It's 55 to 39. And it'll be a Reynolds with the basketball on the left side. He spins around, tries to do something with it. He picked it up, gives off to Richards at the top of the key. He'll drive, step back, jumper is off, no good. And it's going to be rebounded by Earhart. Maybe even a block, partially blocked by Elam. Robinson the other way, up and under, and he's going to called for a blocking foul for Nioga as Robinson goes up and under. And uh, so Robinson will go to the free throw line here for two. Again, trying to take that charge. We've seen that Nioga do that a few times tonight, but... More often than not, it's been called a block. And just like that, that's going to be the second foul there on Titus. Fourth team foul. Robinson's free throw up and in. Mason's first trip to the line and made the first one. 56 to 39. Cornette will come in and he'll come in for Hamer. Robinson. At the free throw line, second one is good as well. Two for two there for Mason. He's got 18 tonight, and it's 57 to 39. I believe this is the largest lead of four Altamont tonight. Two minutes to go in the third. Richards picks it up, gives over to Will here on the elbow. It's picked off, and it's knocked away by Yarhouse, and he gets it up, layup, up and in for Avery on the outlet pass from Earhart, 
And Altamont in full control now. And Coach Snow takes another T.O. He'll only have one remaining. And uh, so Altamont, 20-point lead now with a minute 48 to go. And I'll take a 30-second break. And I'll be back in 30. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack FM. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Coach Snow with only one more timeout remaining, and he, uh, his Indians are down a 59 to 39 to the Indians of Altamont. And they'll try to get something going here. Custer checks back in and goes right in the hands of Robinson. Robinson the other way, lay up off the glass, high off the glass for Mason. And it's up and in. He's up to 20 now, and it's 61 to 31. 22 point lead for Altamont. Nearly stolen away again. Reynolds will fire a three. It's off back iron. And, Richards will get the rebound. Step back jumper. It's off. No good. And that jumper there, step back. This is kind of be Richards patent style, but he was making it early on. But ever since the first quarter, they haven't fallen. Been contested as well, but been a tough offensive night ever since that first quarter for Neoga. Under a minute to go here in the third. Robinson drives. He'll stop and pop from mid range. Good. Robinson catching fire here. He's got 22. It's 63 to 39 with 50 seconds left in the third. And Reynolds will get it across the timeline. 43 seconds left. And they'll get over to Hennessy. Hennessy snuck in the game on me on that timeout as well. They get in the corner to him. He fumbles a little bit, gives it off to Richards. Richards finds Sheehan. They'll get it over to Custer. Custer puts it up in the paint. No good. And rebounded by Cornette. He has it knocked around and it's stolen away by Richards. His layup can't fall, but he gets his follow-up and in, though. So Richards with two more points. He's got 19, and it's 63 to 41. 13 seconds left. Robinson slows it down. Nine seconds left. Robinson, get over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse, step back two. Long two, in and out, no good. Richards can't get the rebound, and Robinson tries to throw behind the back. I don't think that would have counted, but maybe it should have if that went in. He just threw it over his head, and it almost went in. And he got to give a little smile there. And uh, so after three, it's Altamont 63, Yoga 41. I'll be back in a minute for the fourth. You're listening to Altamont Needs Basketball here at Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont and Effingham to see a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. 
With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator posts in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to Neoga High School. Neoga will start off with the basketball, and they trail big time here. They enter the floor of 63-41, and it's going to be Titus with the ball. Gives off to a Will at the top of the key. Now they get over to Hennessy and get off to Sheehan. Sheehan gives it off of there to Lurtle, and they'll get it over there to a Titus. Titus drives, and he'll stop, and he'll get off to a Sheehan on the baseline. He'll fake, and he looks to get free. Goes around. Coleman up and in for Trey Sheehan. And, hey, he's in the double figures. He's got 11. 63-43. It's a 20-point game, though. And will go Elam up top to Yarhouse in between the circles. Over to Hammer on the right wing. They'll go over to Earhart. Earhart swings it over back to Yarhouse. Yarhouse. Gives up top to Earhart. Now gives it to Elam. Elam will drive. Gets a pump fake and shot up and in for Dylan Elam. And he's got 12 and 65 of 43. A 22-point lead for Altamont. 6.40 to go here in the fourth. Will get it over there to Hennessy. Hennessy drives. Gets a couple guys in the air. Tries to hand it off to Titus, but instead he hands it off to Yarhouse. That's the wrong team. And Yarhouse, light, fancy dribble, layup, up and in for Avery. What a move to get free there on the nice crossover. That gets the crowd up in cheering for Altamont's side. And it's 67-43. Yarhouse is in double figures as well. He's got 11. Sheehan gets it over there to a Titus. Titus over to a Will, almost stolen away, but he gives it over there to Literal. Letter. Literally with the ball. Gives over there to Titus. Titus picks up his dribble. He's got to do something with it. Fires off of someone's arm, and he goes to a, a three-pointer there by Literally is good. So his first point for Letterly, and it's 67-46. 530 to go here in the game. They find Coleman off the glass too strong, and he tries to tip it out. He tips it out to Elam. Elam drives the baseline, finds Earhart, cutting to the hole, layup, up and in. We're counting Earhart, his fourth point. It's 69-46. Five ten to go here in the fourth. Titus drives, wild shot, no good. Rebounded by Elam. Elam throws it up to Hammer a little bit too far, let him too far, and stolen away there for Neoga, literally, he'll try another three. It's off, no good, but Titus gets the rebound. Out to Hennessy, he'll fire a three. It's no good, and it's rebounded by Earhart. Earhart gets it to Elam, and he'll dribble it out, and it'll go out of bounds, and it'll be stays right here with Altamont, though. Coleman will take his seat. Hammer takes his seat, and it looks like Wyatt Phillips, Kaden Miller, and Eli Miller will check in for Altamonte, Yarhouse, and Robinson also sitting down as well. So basically, new players on the floor except for Earhart and Elam. That's Eli with the ball. Gives it off to Elam. Elam drives. Nice find. A no-look pass to Kata Miller, and he finishes it 
up and in. The Cadence for a two points at 71-46. Hey, it's been that kind of night. Everything falling to four Altamont. And he'll go to a Sheehan. A Sheehan thought about a three, but he'll drive. He'll go right around Miller and up and in for Sheehan. He's got 13 at 71-48. Beelum gets over to Earhart. Earhart in the post, and he's going to be fouled. So kind of will go to the free throw line here for two shots. Not wasting any time to dump it down low there to Earhart. And he'll go to the line for two, and that'll be on Quentin Richards, his first team fifth for Neoga. Earhart's free throw, in and out, no good. Man, I was down and goes around the world and out. Elam will check out and gets a nice applause from the bench and the crowd. Aiden McManaway will check in. So Earhart will be at the line for a second free throw attempt. Up in that one's good. And he's got five tonight, and it's 72 to 48. Four minutes to go in the game. Richards will... Try to work on McManaway there. He dribbles to his right, and he goes up and under, and he'll get the shot off, but he'll be fouled. And so Quinn Richards will go to the free throw line here for two. 19 points. And so he'll reach the 20-point mark if he can make one of these free throws. That went on McManaway, his first. Team fourth. And it's going to be a... Free throw good, so he is into the 20-point plateau, but it makes it 72-49. Four minutes to go in the game. Looks like Altamont will keep this win streak going, and another win in the NTC. Rich has also made that one. He's got 21 now, and it's 72-50. He is 22-4 Altamont. 3.50 to go. Eli Miller with the ball. Gets off to Akita Miller at the top of the key. He holds the ball high, and he'll hand it off to McManaway. McManaway will drive, try to find Earhart. Finds him somehow, and Earhart gets in better position up and in for kind of Earhart. It's seventh point. It's 74-50. to 50. And it's also a nice find there by McManaway. Almost stolen away, and the ball's loose on the floor, and it's going to be in and out of the hands, but Yoga. We'll control it. That's Stazak in there who had the ball momentarily. And they're going to get a, a foul on Altamont, I believe, as Reynolds was going by on the drive. And uh, so that foul will be on Eli Miller, his first, team fifth. And uh, Nate Simke will check in, and Kynan Earhart will take a seat. And it looks like literally we'll get it in. And a tip by McManway right into the arms of Richards. Up and in for Quentin Richards. He's got 23. And it's 72-52. Went about three minutes to go in the game. McManaway will drive. He'll pick it up at the free throw line. Gives off to Phillips. Phillips will get over to Stimke. Now back to Phillips. He'll fire a three. No good. Back iron. Miller with the rebound. He gets tries to get in position. And he's going to be fouled with it. And... Kata Miller leaned into a Sheehan there and a heads up play there. And Kata Miller will go to the free throw line here for two. And actually, they'll just be out of bounds. So I guess he wasn't in the act of shooting yet. So I'll just be an out of bounds here on the baseline. Literally, we'll take a seat. And we also got Aiden Helmuth. 
Elmuth coming in uh, for Neoga. Eli gets it in. Now they get it to Phillips for three way off, but Miller's there for the follow up and in for Kaden Miller. Didn't get the two free throws, but he got that one to fall. He's got four at 76-52. Altamont in full control now. As Reynolds will pick up the ball here on the right side. And he's looking for someone to pass to. Finally gets off to Helmuth, and he's going to call for the travel. And uh, so it'll be a back to Altamont. And a Caden Davis will also come in, and he'll come in uh, for Wyatt Phillips, who will get a nice round of applause and a nice smile and high fives on the bench as well. So nice to see him back in there for a few minutes. Couldn't make a three, but still back out there after his foot injury. McManaway, we go over to Eli Miller. Eli Miller in the paint. Floater is good for Eli. His first two points is 78-52. Went up on 2.15 to go in the game. Reynolds has it on the left side. He tries to cross over Eli, and Reynolds gets it over to Richards. Richard trying to cross over Kaden Miller. He's going to stop and pop from uh, top of the key. Three is good for Quentin Richards. He'll get hit 26 in the game and getting more subs for Neoga. Let's see. We also have Dana Fearday uh, coming in, and we also have Luke Keller as well, and another one uh, stuck in there on as well. Alec Yarhouse comes in uh, for McManaway for Alcama. Uh, yes, James Bullock comes in uh, for Neoga. That's the other one. Kaden Davis for three. Can't get it to fall. And it's going to be rebounded there by Keller. It's going to be a Bullock getting across half quarter. The minute 40 to go in the game. All out my year, basically after the first half of that first quarter. The second half of the first quarter, I should say. And Kaden Miller knocks it away. Kaden Miller, break away. He tried to slam it, and it take a couple of bounces, and in. they all count the same. He tried for the dunk, but it's just a little short, and it bounced a couple of times on the rim, and it fell through. So it's two points either way. Maybe not at the fashion that he wanted it. 80-50 to 50 now, and it's going to be missed by Nioga, rebounded by Davis. Davis. Stops, and he's going to be picked off by Helmuth. Helmuth ribbles on the right side, and he gives off there to Bullock. Bullock gives it off there, and a runner in and out. No good by Keller, and a rebound by Kaden Miller with 45 seconds left. Simke will get it up, and 40 seconds left from another win for Altamont. And Eli Miller drives two more points for the Indians of Altamont. Eli Miller there. It's 82-55, to 55, 28 seconds left. That was the last time Altamont picked up, picked up 80. I think they did it uh, last year in the Sesser tournament, but they haven't done that too often. And Eli Miller will uh, check out. And we also have uh, Schultz will come in uh, for... Um, Kaden Miller will take a seat as well. That's who he came in for there. Keegan Schultz, so that is. And uh, so it'll be Helmuth getting it over in the corner to a Bullock. Bullock drives, and he'll get it off there. Now it's a little fake, and they'll hand off back to a Bullock. Two seconds left. Fires, no. And Schultz with a rebound, and that'll do it. Another win, another W for Altamont. They win this one 82-55. Big winner on the scoreboard. 
for Altamont, picking up an 82 spot. As 21 points in the first, 26 there in the third. And they finish them off there in the uh, fourth quarter. So Altamont, a 17-game winning streak now. Haven't lost since December against Breeze Central. And they pick up another one. Now they're 22-3 on the season. And also, more importantly, 5-0 and in the NTC and Yoga. They fall to 9-18 and and 3-5 and in the NTC. So we'll step away and uh, I'll tabulate some final point totals here. And also we'll catch up with Coach Nieberge as well and talk to him about the victory. 82-55 again is your final. And I'll be back in a few minutes for the postgame show. Altamont a winner. 82-55, you're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball and High School Boys Basketball here on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... And Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you. Oh, George. Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There. Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Mm. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like cook what you want when you want it with a new maytag range make crispy favorites using air fry delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven visit rogers home appliance to see maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature 
Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 in North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Neoga High School here as I'm back here on the stage and I'm joined by uh, Coach uh, Johnny Marie here in 82-55. Congratulations again on another victory, on another NTC win. And, again, it starts out 7 nothing. Yeah, I told them uh, we're going to take the team's best shots. Usually, you know, like they're going to be amped up, ready to play against us. So we got to not allow that to be, you know, got to kind of take the crowd out early. Um, you can't let that, you know, you know, in a, in a bigger situation that that might come back and bite us kind of a little bit. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, at seven nothing. I don't, I, I, I got to do better speeches or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but you <laughs> yeah. spotted them a seven nothing lead, and then uh, you know, were down at one point. I think it was twelve to four, uh, but then you eventually got it going, and you guys kind of went back and forth there in the opening quarter, kind of went haymaker for haymaker uh, there in the early going. Yeah. Once you finally started to get it going. Yeah, twenty-one, twenty-one, and I mean that's some that's some high-scoring ball game. Yep. That wasn't out of them on defense, but you know, Quinn Richards is a heck of a ball player. He can score from all three levels. Like even if you're yep. contesting his jump shot, uh, he can still get your shot over you as, as, yeah. as a six-three kid. I mean, we put Dylan on him, and Dylan usually does a pretty good job of contesting mid-range uh, with his length. But uh, Quinn can score, so we were hoping you know maybe he cools down a little bit and uh, just make sure nobody else starts getting rolling a little bit. Uh, uh, we know the Reynolds kid hit some big shots against us at the NCC tournament. So, yeah, uh, that was kind of the goal, and we, we kind of got it uh, stretched out in the second second quarter a little bit, but then third and fourth quarters, yeah, you know, we, we just kept doing our thing, kept defending and running the floor. Yeah, and then I uh, nice to you to mention that the Reynolds kind of went off there in the NCC game, but didn't really do a whole lot tonight. Only had five points. Uh, there from him, and that was in the first half as well. And then, uh, you know, uh, the shots that Richard did hit in the first half, they were contested by uh, by uh, Dylan, but uh, they just went in, like you said, uh, a great score uh, there. But uh, defensively on the two better players there for Nioga, uh, Reynolds only with five there. Yeah, and he can shoot it. Um, yep. Jared, Jared took the reins in the second half, so uh, he wanted to guard him to start the game. I went with Logan, um, you know. To, to put a little more length on him too, but Jared Jared took the task the first game, so he wanted him in the second half this game. So uh, you know that's that's kudos to Jared. Jared's Jared's a gamer, man. He he he's so even keel, so such a kid that you know doesn't get rattled, uh, and he's just gonna keep playing and and play hard. Um, I thought in the second quarter, um, I think Mason Robinson came in and started yeah. started taking over a little bit, and you know kind of getting his feet feet wet again. Uh, yeah, it's that's a uh, you know that's what that's what that's what a, one of your better players is supposed to do. Uh, and, and our transition is so much better when he's at the one throwing throwing those long passes. Yeah. Um, you know, it just gets us on the break a little bit and gets Jared on a wing a little bit and gets everybody in the right spot. So uh, I thought I thought that was a big key when he came in the ball game. He said, you know, we're not going to lose this basketball game, uh, and you know that's why he got the chain tonight. So um, that, but you know, I, I thought everybody played their role perfectly. Even Kind Kind Hart did a good job tonight. Yeah, and uh, like you were saying there with the, the outlet passes and kind of what well, he missed in the lineup with Robinson uh, doing that, not to say that we didn't do that uh, when he was not out there, but uh, the outlet passes were there. 
this time around, and I don't know how you got through a couple of <laughs> yeah. the passes there, but somehow they got through and they found their man, and then they found yeah. uh, the hoops. So yeah, he, he's not afraid to throw it. Um, yeah. I always, you know, I told him when he was a soft freshman sophomore, I said, I like aggressive uh, turnover. Aggressive turnovers are fine, um, and he's kind of find that knack to where he can. You know, he'd probably be a pretty good quarterback, honestly. You know, the, yeah. if we had if we had football, but um, those, you know, our 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 whole our whole offense starts with a defensive stop and a rebound, and then we can get out and run. And I thought the first quarter we looked for Eric Coleman very well, mm-hmm. um, and then you know, and then they kind of started taking that away. But then the rest of the guys picked it up. Right, yeah, and uh, offensively, 82 points. Yeah. That's a pretty good offensive night with, uh, you know, you put you almost got 20 in there in the fourth, but, you know, 21 in the first and then 26 I have you now for in the third. So uh, you're winning a lot of ball games when you got a lot of guys in double figures and when you're putting up 20 points uh, offensively on the board. When you score 82 points, you're winning a lot of high school basketball games. Yeah. Um, you know, we want to get out and run. Um, <laughs> we, we joke on the bench sometimes how it's, how we play defense for 30 seconds and then play offense for five seconds a lot because, uh, you know, I think our defense is so good, but we get, you know, we usually get a pretty good shot. Sometimes not the greatest shot, but we usually pretty, get a pretty good shot in the first five seconds. But, um, you know, hold, giving up 21 in the first quarter and then, you know, holding the 55 is not a terrible defensive game either, but you score 82 points or you win a lot of games. And uh, now you start off the closing stretch here of the, the regular season. And uh, also pick up another important ATC win as well. Now a five and zero in the conference and heading off to uh, St. Elmo on uh, Friday night to try to get uh, another conference win as well. Yeah, they're scary. They're playing really well right now. I know South Central just knocked them off, um, but they've got some big wins here lately. Uh, they got three scores, in my opinion: the Campbell, the Paisley, and the Atwood kids. So we're gonna have to be ready to play. Um, you know, throw the records out. You know, drive make that make that drive down forty. It's going to be a, it's going to be. I've lost some I've lost some tough games in that. That's, you know, I got some nightmares in that gym. Um, you know, some from regionals to to St. Elmo tournaments to regular season games. So you know, yeah. Coach Peasel Coach Peasel does a really good job. They're going to run some sets. They're going to they they're going to handle our pressure pretty well. So we're going to have to make some adjustments and uh, just just go there and do our thing. Be us. Be out of the month and see what happens. Yeah, it's just something about that uh, yep. that gym. I it agree. is. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> it's <sometimes>. I agree. <laughs> so we'll see what happens on a Friday. But you come out with another win here, Coach, and I'm gonna let you go All here. Right. And uh, congratulations on Thank the you. W again. And uh, thanks for coming up here and uh, joining me on uh, the post game show. So uh, Altamont again, a winner, 82 uh, to uh, 55. They improve to uh, 22 and uh, three overall, and also a 17 game win streak as well, and five and zero in the NTC there. So through some uh, final numbers here are the point totals for the Altamont Indians. A lot of double-figure scorers here. We got Mason Robinson leading the way, 22 points for tonight. We also have Dylan Elam with a 12. We got Eric Coleman with a 10. We have Logan Cornette with 8. And we have Avery Yarhouse with 11. I saw he squeezed in there uh, with 11. Uh, Kenan Erhard, he had a 7. Caden Miller, he had a 6. They also had 4 points from Dylan are also from Eli Miller and Jared Hamer with two points as well. I think I got everybody, and I think everybody that addressed tonight. And ah, I didn't ask Coach about that, about uh, Wyatt Phillips uh, coming back into the uh, lineup. He didn't score, but he did play uh, tonight. So I'll have to make a mental note to ask him about that on a Friday night when I see him again. But uh, over on the yoga side, uh, they were led by Quentin Richards. He had 26, uh, Sheehan. 
Kopecki had 13, and also had Titus had five. Reynolds had five as well. Both those players, all five of their points came in the uh, first half there. And also had uh, three points from Caden Will, and Braden literally scored three points as well. Again, Altamont with quarters of 21, 16, 26, and 19 for their 82, and Yoga with quarters of 21, 10, 10, and 14 for their 55 points. All right, that'll do it here for Yoga. Again, I ran through the schedule multiple times, and I'll do it one more time to close out the game. Next broadcast will be against Paris as it's the Lady Indians in action on a Thursday. Last regular season game for Altamont Lady Indians there before regional play. Start will have coverage for you in Paris there on a Thursday. So, uh, And then Altamont with a game at St. Elmo on a Friday night. So that'll do it here from Neoga 82-55. Your final Altamont A winner. And thanks to Derek back in the studio for help turning the dials and getting on and off the air tonight. And uh, thanks for everyone joining in. This is Travis Sparks. So you have a great rest of your evening. And oh, it's back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. And we'll talk to you again on a Thursday night in Paris. And uh, that'll do it here from Neoga. Final again, 82-55, Altamont, a winner. And until Thursday, we'll talk to you then. And have a great rest of your night, everybody. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.